unpopular in the city than he already was. Brother Mikhailo held up to him a glass vial. If I might suggest, my lord bishop, a soothing wash for your eyes? This is from Captain Archie's wife. She is as skilled as any apothecary you might have in Winchester. Wickham grunted. I'm in your debt. Take it to my servant. I shall try it later. I could assist you in applying a few drops now, my lord bishop. And make him look a fool, with the liquid staining his face, his silk clothing. To my servant, brother Mikhailo. The monk bowed and withdrew. Wickham fell back into his dungeon. Ungrateful family, the Pagnals. But they would see. He would not idle away the rest of his life waiting on the likes of Lady Pagnall. The king would have him back. He shaded his eyes and gazed upon the great minster across the garden. A building project would be to his liking right now. As he rode north, he had thought about the ruined church of all saints in Lawton and Limorthen. Though it was no longer his prebend, he meant to rebuild it. He rose with a thought to observe the work on the Minster Lady Chapel, a better occupation than wallowing in self-pity. Wishing to be truly free for a little while, Wickham watched the household guards for a chance to depart unescorted. He felt like a truant schoolboy as he hurried through the gate and towards the minster. Winded and silently laughing at his foolishness, he almost forgot the grit in his eyes, but soon the burning began anew. He caught his breath and dabbed at his eyes, determined to enjoy this moment alone. To his left, the south side of the minster nave soared above him. To his right, St. Michael the Belfry cast a late afternoon shadow. As he rounded the south transept, his view of the construction was blocked by a huge mound of stones and tiles butted up against what had been the far southeast corner of the minster before work on the Lady Chapel began. The church of St. Mary ad Valvas had been dismantled to create room for the construction, and the stones and tiles were being reused, though much of them merely for rubble within the walls. Skirting the mound, Wickham saw two men chiselling stones in the mason's lodge. As he considered whether to interrupt their work, a shout startled him. My lord, drop down and cover your head! He did as he was told, and just in time. A heavy clay tile thudded onto the path a hand's breadth short of him, cracking on impact. He curled into himself so tightly he had difficulty breathing. But he would not lift his head. He dared not. He did not mean to play St. Thomas Becket to the Duke of Lancaster's Henry II. He would not be so easily murdered. The Bishop's Dread Owen Archer feared the worst as he crouched beside the unmoving figure. My lord, are you injured? As he was searching for a pulse, the bishop stirred beneath him. Slowly, Wickham raised his head. Archer, I do not think I am injured. He was very pale and his breathing shallow. By now, masons and soldiers crowded round the kneeling pair, and Alain, one of the bishop's clerks, assisted Owen in helping Wickham to stand. My lord! Alain shook debris from his master's robes. Once on his feet, Wickham held himself erect. I must remove myself from the danger, he said, stumbling. The clerk caught his arm.
Excellent reflexes for a man who looked to Owen a pampered noble. The crowd parted for Wickham and Alain. Owen followed close behind. Halfway through the palace garden, the bishop's other clerk accosted Owen. Your men were to guard Bishop William, Guy said, shielding his eyes and squinting at Owen. He had the ruined sight and stained fingers of a scholar. Your master has much experience on building sites, Owen said. He knows they're unsafe, that he must have a care. Are you calling him careless? Guy demanded. One of Thorsby's servants saved Owen, summoning him to the archbishop's parlour. I shall see to Bishop William, Brother Mikhailo assured him. As Owen entered Thorsby's parlour, the ageing archbishop reached down to a fist-sized clump of something on the table before him and poked idly at it, making it flake and finally...